Not me being dumb. Not me also not knowing what Okay. Uh, you would think that we already know our intro. Yeah, no. like, don't y'all? I know it. I just know because T is best split with three. Wow, that's I all I know. Still... <laughs> yeah. I guess I know. Well, now I know it. That's I'm all I know. Screaming. Okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Girl, What Happens? I'm Giselle. And I'm Tatiana. And I'm Uvie. So, Girl, What Happened is our podcast to spill the tea. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I felt it, I felt it. Here it is. I thought I did. So basically, Girl, What Happened is our podcast to delve deep into pop culture and, well, spill the tea. Because tea is best point three. Y'all just got a great intro right there. <laughs> no, this that was off the cuff. Literally, <laughs> no practice, nothing. Nope. That was the first take. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. And guess okay. what? We're using it. Yeah, okay, so today, what are we doing? We're just talking about the stuff going on. We got yeah. two things on the like agenda. Well, yes. for sure, everybody knows from last week. Queen Charlotte. Queen Charlotte. Queen Charlotte. Oh my goodness, I am so excited. I'm to so talk happy about it. that you are done with it. I rewatched all of the TikToks that I have been seeing and sending to Stephanie. Stephanie's my sister, and all of the quirks. Queen Charlotte, so I can bring it up today. Most of the TikToks that I see about this show have been the sorrows, sorrows. I haven't seen any TikToks. I'm not a Queen Charlotte TikTok. It's okay. It's okay. Like, I don't need to be. You don't need to be. the only thing I see. You don't need to be because that hurt me. Being on that. Mm -mm. Because she is an iconic bad bitch. I'm sorry. This one said, I've got virgins on my right and whores on my left. She was raising her own kids. She ate with her own children. She destroyed her children. She, you know what? That's a true mom, though. Okay, you know also I I found out. I disagree. (laughs) No, that's that'd be my mom. mom. No, because me as a mom, I'm giving you all the love in the world, but I'm obliterating you in the next sentence. Wait, I got a quick story. So I waitressed last night, and this group came in of twenty people, Latinos. (laughs) <laughs> and did they get most of the drinks? They came in twenty people without any like uh without any um reservation. They just showed up. Oh. And it was No reservation. No reservation, just showed up yeah, celebrating your graduation. And No, because if it's celebrating a graduation, you need to reserve that. They didn't reserve shit. It was a Tuesday out. Yeah. They showed up at five. What time did they leave? Nine fifty six PM. Now you knowing the because I clocked it because I showed up at five. That was when my shift started. Anyway, um, I mean it's twenty people, so that makes sense. Four hours for twenty people. But they finished class. eating within like an hour, and then they were just like standing around the bar doing shots. And I'm like, can you pay your fucking bill? No, and I, actually, I understand your point as a worker. Yeah. As a consumer. But <laughs> here's, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Because they're out of the twenty people, six were children under the age of four. Mm-hmm. And these children were not fucking raised. Like, I joke that I'm not raised, but my mother beat some manners into me. They, no manners. Throwing themselves on the floor, running around, climbing on shit. Like, some decorum. one of them picked up a to-go bag of like food for like a DoorDash and like ran out the door with it. Another one tried to escape. Can I ask? Yes. Did you get a good tip? I, I mean, the, it's 20, 
the grat is there. Right? Yeah, the grat came with it. Yeah, okay. They didn't tip on top of the grat. Mm. Sure, whatever. Um, Sorry, quick side note. Mm-hmm. You know one of my fav- my joys in waitressing, which there are not a lot of joys in waitressing, yeah. but one of my few joys in waitressing is when you like have a party and it's grat and they don't they realize it's grat and then you That's tip on saying. top of that grat. That's my favorite. Oh, it's delightful. I have to tip on top of the, like, already there. You don't have anyway, to. You don't have to, but some, like, I, I mean, it's only, only really good happens. Well, I don't know. I think it's only ha- ever happened to me with like tables that really liked me or, or like, like older people. Or they like didn't realize grat was included. Yeah, and it's usually like older folk. Like, like really. But like, anyway, so these kids are fucking running around, whatever. And there are these two fucking kids that are like sitting at the table watching Bluey and like with their little headphones on and their little apple juice while the other four are like running them up, right? I'm like, those kids are cool, whatever. So woman comes up to me and asks for the bill for like the party. I'm like, yeah, sure. I give it to her and she goes, by the way, I'm so sorry for these kids like that they're running around and everything. And I was like, oh no, it's no problem. And she goes, well, I just want to let you know they aren't my kids. Mine are the two sitting there acting normal. And these no, ones aren't she mine. she needed to let you know. <laughs> oh! She needed to let you Me! I was like, that was my mom. She my said, mom would have done that shit. Look, my kids. I claim they those. Behave. Those are mine. I claim those. Those are mine. Those, those animals I don't know what that running is around. She's I don't like, know. She's like, I don't know what that is. She said, I don't know. I was like, oh my God. I, I, you know, I respect that. I respect that. You know, because you, know, you put work into your kids. And they do people to know. You gotta clarify. No. All these, all these, all these big people, kids just running around. That's not me. No, because my dad, whenever we go out now, <clears throat> a menace. He's just staring at like kids and stuff like that. If somebody's <laughs> running around, he was just like, "That wasn't you guys. You guys never did that." Oh no. I like look at these kids, and I'm like, I know I was like a quiet, shy kid growing up, like, but even then. I wasn't running around with this shit. I don't, and my thing is, even, like, families or that and stuff that have kids that, you know, you're running around and stuff, uh, so that they bring kids to a restaurant. I, personally, I typically don't take it, like, I put too big of a stake into it. Like, I, I don't take it as a big deal. Because kids are kids. They're going to play. Yeah. But, like, there is a line between just running around and being rowdy. Because if you're a kid that's running around just like for fun and whatever, that's good. But if you're running around and you're messing shit up, doing laps around the restaurant, yeah, like because like at, at the rest at the restaurant, mm-hmm. there was this there was this day that this um they had two different parties at two different times. The first party had um this kid, adorable little girl. Oh my god. She kept running around the restaurant, but it was so cute because this is clearly like a toddler that's just discovering walking. Yeah. She's just, she's enjoying it. She's, she's like, oh my God, the world is so big. I can do this thing all these giants can do. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's cute. I don't, all of us, the hosts, the servers, the managers, everything, we're just like, oh my God, this kid is adorable. Like, this is so sweet. And then there was this other party with kids that were just, they weren't even running around. They were in that specific section and were playing around that section and they were throwing cups and messing everywhere up and yelling. At some point, one of them threw up on the floor. See, and that I don't kind of blame them for. That's a difference. But the yelling, I'm like, 
I'm sorry. I'm let's throw up in addition to yeah. all the throwing things around and yelling and like by the time that table went, the amount of work to clean up dust that section was insane. I would have if that was my kids, I would have tipped so well and I would have been like, I'm so sorry. I would have been apologizing to like everyone exactly. I saw. But they did not. They that don't care. Was yeah, awful. exactly. They like kept sending things back, trying to get things for free. Ooh. Yada yada yada. It was it was the worst. That table sucked. Um Do you yeah. ever have it that like with your cousins or like younger siblings, you had to like tell them we're going in here. You better behave. I don't. I never do that. I do that with my dog. Not your dog. I love that for you. No, cause Smokey doesn't. Smokey's uh, a, a pandemic dog, so he doesn't really yeah. um get together with other dogs and stuff like that. I'm saying my dog, but he doesn't live with me. He's my aunt's dog, but that's mine. It's your dog. Um. So he's a little crazy, and he just gets so excited. So I just like hold his little face, and I'm like, Smokey, we're going outside. Please behave. Don't embarrass me. Love you. <laughs> I love it. Gotta do what we gotta do. Yo, we sidetracked a lot. But speaking of kids, <laughs> Queen Charlotte had 14. <laughs> she, she had 14. That's a lot. Damn. And I was like looking. I could never. I could push it, especially in those days. Where yeah. they don't have the fucking epidurals and shit. I mean, she was a queen, but still. I don't care. Um, still, that's a lot. And from what we're seeing, the doctors didn't really give a shit. Okay, that's true. I kind that of loved that little, like, the doctor, like, not listening to her, like, little thing, because of, there's also that stigma where women of color aren't her. listened to by doctors, mm-hmm. especially pregnant women. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, so I'm trying to run, so I see what you're doing there. But it's also like, they've done this before in the show, or they're like, in season two, I think with um, Violet, when they were doing the flashbacks after her husband died and she was so yeah. distressed that she went into labor, mm-hmm. like the doctors back then just did not care they about said women, period. survival of the fittest. Yeah. They said, here we go, bitch. Which is just <clears throat> so sad, but such is the reality. Yeah. The past sucked for women. I mean, it still sucks for women today, so. But back to Queen Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, cause we're gonna get so fucking off topic. Um, I just want to talk about my emotions. No, for because a second. that was my number one question. As, uh. How are you feeling today? Today I'm fine. Um, I watched Sunday. I binge watched the entire thing. Right. Like just sat there and watched every episode. Right. And... Before this, Giselle was like, oh my god, it destroyed me. And Uvier was kind of like, oh my god, I have to talk about it. It was so good. And I'm like, shit. I'm like, sometimes Giselle can be overly emotional, which is fine. But I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> which is fine. That's not like a dig. But so I'm like, so I was like, all right, I'm not sure if I'm going into this, like, that I'm going to cry or if I'm going to like. No, because when I tell you that things are um, actually broke me, it's I cry and everything. Yeah, exactly. And then it was two o'clock in the morning and I'm sitting on my kitchen counter sobbing while eating Cherry Garcia Ben and Jerry's because that shit broke me. (laughs) Yeah. I I was sobbing for a good like 15 minutes after. I, for a solid half hour. No, because I was watching it and then um, Stephanie and I, my mom went to bed. Stephanie and I stayed up. 
Um, because I said I can't do this because if I go to bed and I just like finish crying, I'm mm-hmm. gonna wake up with a headache and puffy eyes, and that's gross. So I was staying up with Stephanie, and then I opened TikTok, and everything is Queen Charlotte. So it's just <laughs> the fucking waterworks Aww. starting again and again and again. Oh, I'm gonna be very honest. I'm gonna be very honest. I am someone who cries very yeah. fairly easily. I did not cry during Queen Charlotte. It's okay. And I've That's watched okay. it a couple times. The first time I watched it, I didn't. It didn't, it didn't really resonate mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. Then I watched it again. I've watched it like a few more times since then. And mm-hmm. every time I watch it, like I get more like drawn to the characters and more attached to the story. But I never cry. I don't. And like I've seen, like y'all know, I'm not the first first people who have said, "Oh my god, this shit is sad. Yeah. It makes me cry." I don't get. I genuinely don't get where the tears are coming. That's from. fine. Like I, I think it all like depends because like different things will trigger different people. That's true. So like I don't know. Like the whole thing for me was like, because spoiler alert, I guess we should say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at the end, so. King George, who, by the way, is the same King George that we beat the shit out of during the Revolutionary War. <laughs> and no, it's not the same King George. Yes, it's the same, it's the King, same King George. You've never Hamilton seen King George. Hamilton King George. King George. That's the same. It's you'll be back, King George. It's <laughs> Jonathan Groff, King George. Are y'all sure? Yes. Yes, bitch. I'm yes. gonna Google this because I was on his Wikipedia page. No, no. Okay, so I feel like I failed as a friend. <laughs> Because the amount of TikToks that I had and like Instagram reels, everything about that specific detail, I feel like I should have sent it to you. You should have. I should have. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god, George the Third. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Whose wife? What? I did not know this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Talk it's... about two very different portrayals. But doesn't it make sense? I could see it. It makes sense. You don't know why? Because I mean, I don't know. Make what? What? What makes sense? I'm going to be. Um, I can. The see manic that energy. The manic energy. It can be the same person. George was Loki ruthless in Hamilton, and also sassy. You're sassy. Um, same thing as uh, Queen Charlotte George. He a little. He a little there. We will also be talking about. However, he's such a beautiful person, but also I just love wow. Corey. That's wild. I. Okay. I'm in love with that man. I was, and then I'm sorry to say this because I don't want to. Spoil, your view of him. That's fine. But when I looked at him, all I could oh, see no. was Tom Cruise. Oh, of King George actor. Yeah. He wasn't that attractive. He's not that attractive to me. You don't know why. It's the thing. The thing. He was attractive, and then I realized he looked like Tom Cruise. The thing for me is when you start watching the interviews and you start doing the press releases of all of these things, I fall in love there. Listen, I'm easy. I just need a white British man. Number two, number two, but like number three is just he speaks in me. I feel like we'd get each other. <laughs> he speaks in you? Maybe. Meme. Okay, good. That <laughs> means something completely different. I thought you said me too. I was like, I was like, he was like, um, he gets me. No, we'd literally get each other. I get, I just, I understand all of his references. However, I'm going to say this so for real. If I were to ever be in 
a relationship with somebody and then Shonda Rhimes decides they're gonna cast him in any of her franchises, break up with me. You gotta break up with me because I will be crying and throwing up with all of the interviews, the press tours, all of that. I don't be okay if I'm playing the love interest. Did you see that TikTok of like Shonda and her her biracial relationship? I never realized it until I saw that TikTok and I was like, bro, that's so true. Speaking, Shonda loves a good biracial romance. The girl said it's Shonda's ideal romance is Laundry V. Virginia. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. I want to talk about another biracial couple in this show. Miss Lady Danbury. Okay. Now, now I'm going to put my shit away. Because that story, that was my favorite story of this. And she ate. No. When Violet present day brought out all the little crowns. Okay. I cannot and wait. Was like, I, I just genuinely love cannot wait the passive see. aggressiveness. I can't wait to see how that plays off out oh, my in season three. Because season three is coming out twenty twenty four, I believe. It's Colin's story, right? Yeah. Which that's gonna piss. Which I'm. Oh my god. Colin's story. And I'm not. I'm not excited about that because Colin is not very interesting so far, and Penelope is pissing me the fuck off. Despite the fact that I yeah. love the actress who plays Penelope because she kills it in Dairy Girls, but. Fuck Penelope. Pen- I am on team um, freaking Eloise. Eloise. I'm on team yeah. Eloise in this fight. No, Fuck you, Penelope. In every circumstance is always team Eloise. Always. Because, like, and I got why she was hiding it the first time. Like, the first season and stuff. I feel and like- even most of the second season. But it was at the point where, like, the queen found out, like, thought it was your best friend. And the queen is threatening your best friend. And then, instead, like, yeah, like instead no, of like, not telling your best friend and trying to come up with a solution and something, you throw her under the bus. Like, like that's fucked. I no. feel like that would be such a good bonding experience. Right? Best friends. If I was Lady Whistledown, if I was behind... You need a group for that. If I was behind the Dumois Instagram, if I was Gossip Girl, I would tell you guys. Thank you. I, I would hope so. I, you better. <laughs> I would hope so. Uh, but yes, because if I, I were I to find out it was you, I'd be so bad at you. Right? I do want to see this uh, Lady Danbury, Lady Bridgerton beef in seasons three. Just, it, was it beef it. or was it just kind of like acceptance? I don't know if it's. I don't, you get what I, I mean? I didn't read it as acceptance. I read it as hmm. I a know, little bit of hostility. I know. Yeah. You know. I know. You know. And I know. You know. I know. You know. I read it as like that's how I read it. She was like when she first found the crown, she was like. Did they have something going on? And then when she was like talking, she was like, and then I think there was the shock of like, oh, you like slept with my father. And then it was the shock of, and then it, it kind of just was this like, yeah, it happened. Of which, of. Daddy Ledger, you know what? Respect to you, man. I didn't I knew, like him. I knew that man was, I didn't like, like his inside, wife, so was looking okay for me. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, his I wife sucked. I didn't like his wife so the whole affair. I knew that man was into some melanin queens when at that for at that when ball. Once he said let's be friends. Yeah, oh, yup. At that ball when he walked when in. When he asked her to dance. Even before he asked her to dance. When he walked in and he was greeting her and her husband, he was like, I like you, let's be friends. I'm like, ooh. Or even before then, when when the racist when the racist wife got the like invitation, was like, We're not going. And he was like, We're going. Of which, what the what? In the world is this trope that people love doing where it's like you have a shitty mom and then you have a dad who is like well that's your mom she should it's like they never stand up to the moms and I'm like 
how can you be married? Because I've seen it in a lot of shows and stuff where like you have a mom who's like bigoted or who's annoying or mean or whatever, and the dad, and then you have a kid who is like, mom, you're shit, and then the dad is just like. Mm. I feel like yeah. that was a very like, like back in the day, the tro- like the traditional no, dad. Like, yeah, but like I feel like the traditional dad of like past generations is just the like, go ask your mother. Like the very kind of like I don't give a but shit. They really made it seem but like not... the mother was like the, even though back then it's like the father's the head of the house, the mother's the one that runs everything. So technically, she has the bigger personality, and he's just like just do whatever. I don't care. I get that. But I feel shit. like in this era, divorce isn't a thing. So I'm not just even talking. That. Like I feel like he was just gonna deal with it regardless. I guess. I don't know. I, I personally don't think it's like... I don't like the trope. I don't like it either. Yeah, it's just a trope I've seen in a bunch of movies and TV shows and everything where you have a mom who's crap and then a child who recognizes that and a dad who's like, well, that's your mom. Like, I, 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 get, you like I get you, kid. I get you, kid, but ooh, I your feel mom's like there's a lot. There's also a huge trope against like fathers and their children having a good relationship and then pinning the mother as the bad, the bad guy, guy. Yeah. and then that especially for like young girls that mm-hmm. kind of like establishes a great relationship with your father but then you then see mm-hmm. that child become the mother in a sense that her kids are now acting the same yep. way yep. that she did with her dad and it's very like i feel like something also with that trope that i don't like is like you can't like in order for the child to have a good relationship with the dad, the mom has to be shit. The mother yeah. has to have. So, like, exactly. if the mother wasn't shit, then then the child then has the child a shit relationship with the dad. Like, the mother needs to be horrible, and it's like my mommy's amazing. Don't you right? Fucking like, can't you just have two normal parents? And I think that's <laughs> the what she. Is no. <laughs> I think that's what they wanted to do with um, the Bridgertons in general because. From the flashbacks and stuff like that, that was a very healthy family and yeah. a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. But, look, and then but he fucking died. That's the thing. It's a thing. <laughs> you can't have two good parents. It's either that's um, what I was about the to par- say. Like the parent, it's either you have one shit parent or one parent who's good, two parents who's good, but one of them is dead. Yeah. And it's like sometimes people just have two healthy parents, like. Yeah, because there that has to be. I mean, not in my experience, but it's possible. <laughs> I, oh my god! In Giselle's experience, I think so. <laughs> like, I think like it has like, I, like yeah. I'm saying like it makes like I get like the, it's for the conflict. They need the conflict, but like, but still, there but are even, other like, ways to find. Both of them are terrible. So there's there can't be a positive there. But it was you see even with the Ferguson's not like for example both of them were shit. Exactly. But the mom you still had a mom being super loud and bigoted and the mm-hmm. dad like okay like the That's dad true. would literally sit there while the mom is calling Penelope fat and like belittling her in front of the sisters and then be like ah. Oh, you know your mom your mom is crazy Mm. what also to kind of just like sort of change the topic but also not they also in the show was were they because i was kind of confused by this whole like insertion of something were they Mm -hmm. trying to like insinuate that queen charlotte was a bad mother 
it feels like that way. And that's how it kind of feels. Because there's the bit where she's like, what happened to my kids? And the the guy, I can't remember his name, Binghamton, was that his name? Bingsley. Bingsley. Was like, it was like, well, you know. You, you've felt, been stuck in the past, so like you're not really paying attention. It felt to your kids. like they were trying to insinuate that because she's worried so much about her husband, she, she never was able with the kids. to be yeah, I gotcha. a parent. Yeah, which that's, that's just sad. Yeah, which is like, please, I understand. There needs to be a balance. Yeah, but understand where she's coming from. Do you know that's why she wears the clothing that she wears? Did you ever notice that, like in Bridgerton, everybody has a specific straight style dress. It's not puffy. It's not anything that's the modern dress period. Oh, shit. And then she has the big poofy dresses uh-huh. and things like that from the times where she met George. And it's so that George can continue to remember her. Well, it's also because I like, that was just the in issue. history, she was very yeah. fashionable. And she did bring a lot of like fashion trends and stuff. So it would track that her outfits are big mm-hmm. and flamboyant and everything because like she did change the style um in england for a while from her reign just because she brought up a bunch of um european styles mm-hmm. and fashions and stuff and that's why that's what they tried to even show in the first episode that's with what the wedding I dress. Thought. but then i was yeah. also seeing it as like um not only is she a fashion icon <laughs> um it was just another way to help george george I'm also just glad that I finally know that the thing she snuffs in Bridgerton is not cocaine. It is snuff. So, that's great. That makes me feel better. What the fuck's the difference? What do you mean? I think it was tobacco. Uh, no, like, in Bridgerton, you know how she's I know what you're talking about. Something? I always thought she was just doing coke on the regular. I but it apparently, it's tobacco. A TikTok told me that. And I was like, okay. It's, well, well, it's also Both like, will kill you. It's Both will kill you. <laughs> It is what it is. It's also like she has so many dogs because George forgets them. He keeps buying her a dog. Oh my gosh. That was the cutest thing. Girl said it looked like a deformed bunny. Girl was... I cackled when she was like, oh, she must be lonely. Dog. I was like, And she was just like, the fuck is that? You know what else fucking killed me? When she had to have the fucking talk with Lady Danbury and she... Danbury bought out fucking diagrams. Yeah, she and then she went and threw that in her daughter's face. Her daughter. She just she was like, like I drew it for you. You putting it in the right place. Do we need a picture? I screamed when she was like, are you putting it in the right place? Do you know? But also on back to like Lady Danbury, because her story was just, I loved her story mm-hmm. and everything. That scared me. That's, sorry. An, that's an umbrella. I'm sorry. Um... Just like realizing how much she had to go through and everything, like it really crazy. Um, it, she's been prepared since the age of yeah, of three. That's three. wild. No, and you know what? But just like I understand now why she is the way she is. Mm-hmm. Like just that on top of you, man looks like an 18th century Uncle Ruckus, and I'm not even. Have joking. you seen Did how he hikes? Am I wrong? Did. He does though. Dude looks like, and when he took off his tool, I was trying to figure out who he reminded me of, and I hate that you just get out. Can I tell you? Can I show you how he looks like in real life? Yeah. Hold on, let me get let me get a good image of this man. The first time I saw him, I was like, that is all I can. That's all I can think of. They did him dirty. He's so sweet. Look at his smile. They did him dirty. They did. Those are real teeth. Those are real teeth. No. Oh, I saw. I was like, damn. Okay. No, this is one of my favorite moments. To this, 
Stop. She Stop. also kind of looks like Frederick Douglass. Oh. Huh? <laughs> Frederick Douglass? Yeah, I'm gagged. Um, uh, what was I going to say? No, one of my favorite lines of the fucking show was when Lady Danbury, this guy kicks the bucket and turning sex which I was like that's hilarious no because I predicted I, so that. I do too I was, I was like so this man I'm so happy no, no when her and the maid were like yes, yes. and then was like fake. you don't need to draw bad so often the way the way the way she acted out that scene for the world I loved it she no, was like she... my lawyer's gone no and no where's her Oscar <laughs> but would kill me my favorite, one of my favorite lines of the show was when, and she brought her son to, um, to, sh- to the queen, not the queen, the mother. Yeah. And was like, this is my son, whatever, like, you know, trying to get him. <gasps> what? Tina Turner is dead. What? 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 Oh my God. Yeah. No. Tina. Oh, damn. That's sad. That sucks. That's the email you just got, I think. Was it? The notification. No. Well, that's so sad. Back to the scheduled programming. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's like, do we change gears? Do we want to change gears into my passion project? I would love that. Um, Okay, wait, hold on. Let me... Let's first get your last thoughts of Queen's Charlotte, and then we'll go. I loved it. Didn't expect to cry as much as I did, because I'm also very, like, it's a hit or miss for me if I'm emotional or not, but that that got me. That's crazy. I went into that knowing I was going to cry. I feel. Nice. And for you, what did you think? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good, like, mini-series, like, good spinoff. Can I Um, ask what spinoffs are you guys hoping for? From Bridgerton? From Bridgerton? Yes. Let me finish my thought first. No, for sure. <laughs> okay. That was a good show. Didn't necessarily... Wasn't too emotional with it. I liked... I love the love story between um, Charlotte and George. And just sticking behind him through all of that. I thought that mm. was important. Fuck his mom, because his mom fucking sucks. Why the fuck were you not telling your husband's wife that he's dealing with something? Even if you don't tell her. Before the wedding. They've been married a while, and you just choose to like let her figure that out on her own. The I'm spiraling. I'm sorry. I like the show. That's all. That's the point of what I'm saying. The point that you said of like sticking by someone. Um, I think Shonda's message was just like it doesn't matter who you love. Yeah. You just take everything and their faults and their good things and stuff like that. Love that for her. Two spinoffs I want. Yes. The two, uh, Bingsley and the other one. Bingsley and Reynolds. Yes. yes. Thousand percent. I yes. want their love story. I want to know how they ended. I want to know how they started. They don't, they don't tell us what happened to Reynolds. Reynolds no, he's still just, alive, though. I don't think so. I don't know. Because they're like, they, he was dancing and then he disappeared. Um, because there was somebody, okay, in season one, um, when King George becomes lucid, there's somebody that runs to his side right away to kind of calm him down again. And I believe that's Reynolds. So in my mind, my Delulu mind, mm-hmm. that he's alive. Okay. 
I'll let you take that. Thank you. And two, I want a little like Lady Danbury spinoff kind of thing where she gets some kind of like fucking closure with the guy, with whatever mm-hmm. his name, Violet's dad. Mm-hmm. I want some kind of little like, maybe they messed around a little bit more. Period. Maybe, maybe there was a lot about you. I think, uh, I feel like it's going to be in season three, but I want a spinoff of Violet's love life. I think. Oh, so, like the original. Know, I want one of her and her husband, how they meet and all that stuff. I would love that oh, one. And I want another chance. one where she falls in love again. I love that. I get that. Um, I really, I want a spinoff of Danbury's kids. Because mm-hmm. see, all we know about them is that they've moved many continents away. And she's glad about it. And she is glad about it. Honestly. Because I mean, I she didn't want the kids. Yeah. No, when she was like, those, I, she's like, what if he gives me one of those big fucking kids again? I was like, girl. Because <laughs> she's so real. I was like, I feel that. Real though. I feel she's that. so real for that. But I do, I, I am fascinated by Danbury's story in general. Um, her act, the actress there, I want to see her more things. Yeah. With like, yeah. She's so beautiful. Her eyes. She's so gorgeous. You know she's American? eyes. Really? Yeah, one year in college, she just, instead I mean, of so. having a, um, doing a massive transformation, she went and just did a British accent for a year and nobody noticed, so she just kept on doing it and then got really good at make, doing a British accent. I honestly just thought, assumed every, assume everyone is American until they say otherwise. Oh, I assume um, everyone's British. Does I have a very special presentation for us today? I do. So, little preface. Yes. I was on Dumois' stories on, uh, and they said something basically like about how there's uh, talks for a Bye Bye Birdie movie, and how uh, they're in talks with an actor who was in two movies last year, but he's also a singer, and it was obvious. And it sounds like, oh, that's Harry Styles, and I'm like, I. Don't want him to be in Bye Bye Birdie because I fucking hate Bye Bye Birdie. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cast him in his own fucking musicals. So I have made a PowerPoint of the musicals I would cast Harry Styles in and why. I'm going to tell you this right now. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. When you sent me that text message, I was like, (laughs) I'm gagged. I have a accompanying playlist, which I will play snippets for you. Let me know if you need me to be in charge of that I, or whatever. I can hit it. Don't worry. We okay, got great. It. Okay, great. This one of my playlists, send it to me after. Let's go. <laughs> okay, we're going to go through the criteria okay. that I looked at. We looked at vocal ability, vocal style, acting level, and musical plot and character casting. Okay. What we're going to be going through here is who is the character, why it's a fit, what song Harry would be the best at and what song he'd miss the mark. Okay. My qualifications. Okay. I have a master's in journalism, so I can do research. I was driven to school as a child to various musical soundtracks as the background noise. I go to Broadway shows every year for my birthday. This year's gonna be Chicago. Last year I didn't do one, but I saw Sweeney Time in February. It's fine. Nice. I'm a smart bitch. And another qualification is the weed I smoked before making this presentation. Okay. Let's go. Note there will be spoilers for Lim is in Rent. Okay. Love it. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be Harry Muse throughout this. Sort of. Yes. Sometimes. Anyway. Okay. First, we're going to go through the musicals that were considered but are not good for his voice. Oh, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. 
enjoying this <laughs> way too much. No, because I know the scene. You know the scene. I know the scene. Okay, Hamilton. Okay. He would not be good at Hamilton. I, agree. I was thinking for him, Hamilton would be what Anthony Ramos did. Um, I would see him as King George in Hamilton. I, yeah, I was like the only role that British. But he doesn't have the vocal range. He doesn't have the vocal range, yeah. and he doesn't have the pizzazz to be yeah. King George. He can't pull mm-hmm. off the Obi accent. No, he has the pizzazz mm-hmm. for it. I just don't think he has. The he doesn't have, have the you vocal seen Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Philly Street, which is sad because it's one of my favorites. It's a good one. Aladdin, because no. you're not whitewashing this house. No. Uh, in the Heights, I mean, but, see above. But this man is not from the Heights. Okay. The Book of Mormon. Ooh. He, he, a specific actor. I love, needs, I love Book of Mormon, Mormon, but he can't pull it off. Okay. He wouldn't be able to do what? it. It's too... Uh, okay. It's too... Yeah. He wouldn't do it. Bye Bye Birdie? No. Okay. Oh, you really shut it down for Bye Bye Birdie. Cats? No. That needs no explanation. No explanation. Yes. No. <laughs> Wicked. Uh, his voice isn't Broadway enough for Wicked, in my no. opinion. I think he can do Wicked. I don't think so. And also, the songs in Wicked that are like the good ones aren't sung by the guys. That's my thing. I, that's what I'm saying. I think he can do Wicked. I just don't think he can play like any like because Wicked has a lot of a lot of side characters. Yes. Yeah. So he could do a side character. He could maybe. He doesn't have to be the bell of the show all the time. I know. I've just been thinking like, what's his face? The one who becomes the scarecrow, but even yeah. then I'm like, I don't know. He doesn't have the vocal score. And I was listening to, uh, what's that fucking song? I don't remember. Anyway, that duet they have. Fiddler on the Roof. No, the only exception is I if he got to sing. I love Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> is if he gets to sing If I Were a Rich Man Only. If I were a rich man. Which is where the Gwen Stefani song yes. comes from. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. You should see it. Fiddler on the Roof is great. Yeah. Um, I'm a, when I, if, I'm a theater girly. So. If, if, I feel like we need to preference the theater girlies here are Tatiana and UVA. I'm so lost. Phantom of the Opera is an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Uh-huh. It was the longest running show on Broadway until it closed in April. Um, and basically it's about, there's this opera singer named Christine who is getting lessons from the quote-unquote phantom who like lives in the like opera house it's literally about a phantom who lives in an opera house and i feel like i feel like and there's this massive chandelier for some reason i feel like i've seen clips of phantom of the opera but i don't know why it gives me the same vibe as edward cullen Slightly, because he's also very, like, broody and very, like, yeah. mean. Well, yeah, the Phantom. The Phantom. Uh-huh. Um, but I would not cast him as the Phantom. I would cast him as Rao, who is Christine's love interest, who is, like, her, like, love interest as a kid. Yeah. Um, and the Phantom's really jealous that they're in love because the Phantom's in love with Christine. Um, tea. But none of the Phantom roles uh, are operatic enough. Um, I mean, his voice isn't operatic enough. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite songs of all time is All I Ask of You which is the, um, like, main, which is the, like, love song of it. Like, he can't pull that off. Oh, he has... He can't pull that off, but do I want to hear him sing it? Yes. Will it be bad? Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. But do I want it? Yes. I think he can sing it. I think he can pull it off. It's not operatic enough. It's... mm -hmm. It's an operatic song. Right. Okay, I googled now. Harry Styles Fame of the Opera and there was this <laughs> fan edit. <laughs> that is a Wattpad cover. On this showed up on Pinterest. I didn't take a picture. And it made me fucking cackle. <laughs> All right. 
Hairspray. Hairspray, let's see. It's gonna be Link. Why Link? Who's Link? Link is Link. the pretty boy himbo. That's Zac Efron. Main singer Zac Efron. Can I, you know he'd be good as... Cordy Collins, because he's also mentioned. Oh, is that <laughs> the guy from Prince Edward from Enchanted? Yes. That's what I thought. Um, I said Link Larkin for one reason and one reason only. Um, the little hair. Harry's used to be a center stage. He could play, he could play Link. I'm going to play. you why I think so when you're done. See, my policeman, he could play Yo. the 1960s-esque kind of like pretty boy. The role was previously played by Zac Efron, so he could pull it off. The song he would shine in is It Takes Two. And let me tell you, this song, I was listening to it and I was like, oh, Harry could sing this. He could sing that. I could sing this. He could sing it. I agree. You know why I think he can play Link? Link was a kind of stupid character. Yes. He had no brain. Hints the himbo. Pretty boy. He himbo. was basically it. Oh, did you have him? Pretty on boy there? himbo. Yep, he was. Who doesn't himbo. fat shame and he's not racist? Yep, he was literally <laughs> that. That that right there. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and also the song it takes to that I played for you is like a feminist song, so hell yeah. The song can't miss the mark without love. He he could he could sing this. No, because of this line. I hate it. He could play it. I'd be forced for him. It would be forced. It wouldn't be as good. He would also play Courtney Collins, but Link gets more screen time. Um, Billy Flynn, who is like a 1920s con man, lawyer kind of guy, um, because you see Chicago. So, yeah. Um, you need to see the movie, though. The movie is... The movie? Stephanie said it. Wow. She's watched the movie before we went to the it's Broadway so show. It's so good. It's so good. It's typical old-timey vocals, CDS and skit, which I will play in a second. So, he channeled Razzle Dazzle, and we both reached for the gun. Every Billy Flynn song. Um, I'd also love him to do Cell Block Tango, but he is not a Roxy nor a Velma. Yeah. Can he just do it anyways? Nah. Um, no. I want to see Because he can't do all that jazz. Yeah. I want to see him do a behind the scenes thing where he just inserts himself anyways. Okay. I think it'd be funny. And I feel like he'd do it. He wouldn't mess with some he'd kill it. None. He'd kill I'm it. thinking. I'm thinking. Why he would kill it? This. Did you put Newsies in here? No, this is an SNL skit he did. I know, but I'm asking, did you put No, Newsies is in here. I don't know Newsies that well. He can, he can, he do, can do Newsies. newsies. Yeah. He can, I don't know it well enough to be like, this song, this thing. So I didn't put it in here. Yeah. So anyway. He could pull it off. No, he can. Grease. Oh, okay. Which I have to include just because he dressed like a greaser on Can I say, yes. I don't think he could do it. Um, he's playing Kaniki. He's not playing Danny Zuko. I don't I like Because he doesn't have John Travolta energy. No, I he mean, doesn't. And I don't even, I don't, I didn't like Publicity Devoted. It's gonna be Kaniki, the BFF. Because mm -hmm. he's not main character. I can't see him as Kaniki. He just, it just doesn't have that, he doesn't give that, like, what, what is this? You could do the like 80s? the friend, the Genesis Club. The Genesis Club. Was it the 50s? Who knows? Yeah, because it came out in the 80s. The 80s? See, Harry Ween, 2021. I don't know. He doesn't give me the, what's it called? That, you know, greaser, douchebag, I'm a fucking. But he's not a douchebag. He's just a fun little, like, Kinnick is just a fun little guy. He's a little bit of a dick, but you know what? He's a little bit of a dick. 
Harry could pull off Grease Lightning. Harry does give dick energy. I don't know. I, I don't agree on this one. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I don't, don't think he can Grease, pull off Grease Lightning. Grease is one of my favorites. Um, I think Nikki only does one song, so. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Moulin Rouge. Okay. Christian. I actually agree with this one. This one is, besides Chicago, is my strongest fit. I him. agree, yes. It's a songwriter in love with a dancer at the Le Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Le Moulin Rouge. Previously played by Ewan McGregor and Aaron Tibbet, who are my two favorite people. He was, he's a Broadway actor. He was a, did you say, did you see uh, the Les Mis movie? Like, no. He's in the Les Mis movie and he's, he's the original Moulin Rouge. But he's a Broadway boy. I love him. I mean, I, I know who Ian McGregor is. Ian McGregor. King. It's a jukebox musical. Easy peasy. He doesn't have to learn anything now. See, when he performs Kiwi and fully makes Madison Square Garden an earthquake zone, if he can do that, he can pull off Christian. Okay. He was shining. El Tango Roxanne and Come With Me. Yep, yep. Can I, I, I hear agree. what those That's are? A, yes. Okay. Okay, there's the dichotomy of the power of Roxanne and the romance of Come With Me. This man can do it. Here's Kiwi. <laughs> this is. Yes. 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 Like it has the um yes. I'm trying to find there's a part this part's on TikTok a lot. Oh Chris does it. Chris Olsen. Yeah. That's from Melange. Anyway, the original song is Roxanne by the police. Anyway. Come what may is He could do both. Um, he'd also kill this role, but he might have trouble with the dance choreography. No, because he has two left feet. Exactly. <laughs> Lemmis. We're putting him as Marius. Okay. He's the guy who's in love with Cosette, ready to fight Le Revolution, but love gets in the way. He does not have Jean Valjean energy or Javert energy. He does not. So no. we're casting him as a side character. I'm very glad that you did that because I would have fought with you on this. Because one. this is my favorite musical of all time, and I'm not casting this lightly. Okay. Um, he nailed the acting because it's just enough emotion, but some songs his voice might not be able to project. If Nick Jonas can do it, so can Harry Styles. Nick Jonas did the 25th anniversary, and he sucked. Can, oh we, 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 can you send me that? That's I, the like, what the fucking, what's the word I'm looking for? The side, like, the hate. I can't oh, speak. Yeah, because he. But Nick Jonas is a Broadway boy. Oh, he didn't do it well. <laughs> Nick. Um, Nicholas. Nick hurt you. Joe wouldn't have fucked it up. <laughs> Joe wouldn't have fucked it up. The fact that you said Joe and not his full name, I thought it was not Joe. Oh my god. Joseph Adam Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Okay. He could pull it off because a falling kind of has the same kind of like energy as empty chairs and empty tables. Can I hear? So the falling is like. And then empty chairs and empty tables are like. 
It doesn't have the same or energy. No, I can see it. Oh, oh. That was a good comparison. It's a good comparison. Thank you for this. You're welcome. It's emotional AF. All his friends are dead. Spoiler alert. Oh, no, because Harry, one thing about Harry, he loves a good emotional Emotional ballad. Mm -hmm. I tried to find the Nick Jonas version, but it wasn't on Spotify. It is that bad. Ooh. It's definitely on YouTube. Sound he'd have trouble with? ABC Cafe Red and Black. Because it's very, like, more operatic, where it's like... Even though that's not him, it'll be this. He gives Josh Gerber vibes. Right. Ooh, who's he cozy clean? Or casting was Roger. Okay. Who is that? Roger. So there's a bunch of main characters in it. Rogers is the rock and roll AIDS baby aspiring musician. <laughs> he is an aspiring musician. He's roommates with like the main main guy, mm-hmm. and he got AIDS through um, dirty needles. And his story, because he was a heroin addict, and his story is that he and his girlfriend would do heroin together. And when he and his when when he and his girlfriend both came up um, positive for HIV, Mm -hmm. um, the girlfriend killed herself. So she's not in the play because that's all before. The way I'm about to be listening to musicals the rest of today. Um, when I was little, I wanted to be Mimi in this musical, and Mimi is Roger's love interest, so that's a plus. Um, let's go to the Lululand without one. There you go. Mimi also has AIDS from, it's not, I don't think it's specified, but it's either unprotected sex or needles. I think it's needles, but I might be wrong. Um, he'd kill it. Only Angel. (sighs) Okay, getting to see the rough side there. Yo, I love today's episode so much. I knew you would. I'm happy for you, baby. Thank you. It got that rock and roll energy. Period. Song Key Chatted, One Song Glory. This is Roger's song. One last refrain, glory from the pretty boy. He would kill this. Kill it. He would kill this, yes. I agree. It's like. Hey, yeah, and it has that shouting, screaming. I know Harry loves a good shout, shout screaming. Shout saying. Just yeah. say this. Mm-hmm. I need you to download this as a PDF. Email it to his PR team. I should. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and one song Gloria is like a song about wanting to be do a great song, like have a legacy before he like dies of AIDS. Um, so it's lovely. Song hit Mr. Mark on Seasons of Love. Um, what? Oh, there's yeah. no solo in it there's though, no solo. so he'd be fine. But he'd be like in the background, like he would be able to fucking. He would have to be able to sing. Like, he'd be able to sing it. I feel like but it be anyone, even if you have a shit voice, you can still get lost in the background in Seasons of Love. Yeah. I feel like if you were to tell me that office, I would have got it. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about the office episode with that. Yeah, couldn't pull off Seasons of Love, whatever. Bonus, if he had good rhythm, he'd kill his angel. But Angel dies, so. No. No. I think he would have killed today for you if he had good rhythm. If he could drum. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He might have done it. I'd say mostly, I think Harry would be good in rant, mostly because don't attack me. I love Harry. Yeah. I just don't think he's that good of a singer. It's, it's not a Broadway voice. I personally don't. He just, he sing, he screams sings. Yeah. You know? It's not a Broadway voice. It, so I would see a lot of Rent is scream singing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think he would kill it in, in Rent. Okay. Bonus The Little Mermaid because Giselle oh. asked for it. 
Um, where he's just indulging you, but I, I feel Prince Eric. I, he doesn't need to sing. He just needs to be there. I mean, that's true. He just needs to be he pretty. He just needs to be he there. He just needs to be there. And Are pretty, you kidding? So. Having him with a little side part and a little comb over, he'd be so beautiful. That is true. He would he's be pretty. So, and in he's this. like maximize the eyes. Come on. So I, okay, I agree. He was almost he cast in the movie. Thank you so much. He just had but they passed on him. But they passed on him, or it somehow didn't like. I don't. I don't know the full story, but supposedly he's not in um, it. I'm more familiar with the movie where Prince Eric doesn't sing than the short-lived Broadway production from 2008 to 2009. I don't. Know. I did not see it either. I didn't see it either. Was there actual water in the production? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. It, I mean, it was on Broadway. I don't think it did really well. There were. Like I mean, it's not running anyway anymore. Prince Eric no, has yeah, some. I literally just want him to speak. Prince Eric has. Prince I'm, there Eric. For, I'm there for that. Can, I'm there can for I look up for you, Prince? Um, the Prince Harry era. Prince Eric has some singing songs in the Broadway production, but I don't have time to listen to the Broadway songs. But I'm assuming he'd do fine. And there's Harry dressed as a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> just That's actually pretty funny. Oh, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> the end. Now open to questions, comments, and reviews. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. You know what? I am proud of you for this. Like, over Just here. Just Tatiana. Um, I could see him as Prince Eric. Yeah. Because all Prince Eric needs to do is be pretty. And Harry, if there is one thing Harry Styles is, he pretty. is pretty. So, yes. I could see that. You get that. I'm happy for you. Just <laughs> Yeah, I wish our listeners could see the big ass smile on Giselle's just face. Just one thing about me, I just love Harry Styles. True. I I know. Oh, the picture that you put of him. Thank you. I loved the Harry Styles songs that you showed, so that it can be a comparison. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Wow. Now, were there some I did not agree with? Yeah. yeah. But that's okay. Most of us, I feel like most of this was spot on. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. It was lovely. I I'm so it. proud of you. Thank you. This is this was amazing. How I spent my time. <laughs> this was amazing. I loved it so much. Thank you. Um, that's not even like that's actually sincere. <laughs> no, oh, this, I is, I think this, this is well. this is my favorite episode. I mean, <laughs> the way Giselle's face lit up as soon as I just started the slideshow was wonderful. Oh my god. It was amazing. But yes, it was great. 10 out of 10. 10 no notes. No notes. All right, that's all we have for today. Um. But I mean, if you want to keep listening to our tangents and get more PowerPoints from Tatiana, <laughs> tell me what else to cover. Honestly, please like, follow, subscribe, rate our podcast. Yeah, at GWHpod on Instagram and TikTok, you can follow us at that. Oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness. And then if you have any other concerns, you can definitely, if you don't want to DM us and you want to be very fancy and proper, you can send us an email, which is all linked in our bios. What's our email? GWHpod at gmail.com. Thank you so much. That's GWHpod, like girl, what happened? Pod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And we'll see you next week, my beautifuls. Bye. Bye. Bye.